0: we've got here is a failure to communicate welcome back to another episode of epsilon reporting on air hello chilling here on a hot ass summer day uh what better to talk about than society or uh i'm joined here with another guy and he has some thoughts about even the word society or the use thereof and uh then we'll get into the main meat and potatoes of this what were you saying about like the use of society or the lack of right? Use? So, so the word itself, I made uh, a very
1: intentional uh, plan to to just remove that from my vocabulary entirely because uh, I noticed that nobody has ever had, uh, nobody's ever told me a sentence that had society as the you know, the object of the sentence that I found even remotely insightful. Usually, when people are saying. Um, society they're, they're saying something about like people are stupid or like, um, you know, society's so fucked up because just whatever. It's, I don't know. Nobody has ever just said anything about society that I thought was insightful at all. That's, that's really all it is. I think it just doesn't sound intelligent. I think there are more articulate ways to say um, society. Uh, and, and I couldn't, not that I'm going to give you a synonym for it, But if you gave me a sentence where you're using the word society, I think maybe we could sort of boil it down and find a more articulate way of saying that.
0: Yeah, I think that there is some degree of at least the way society uses the word society. (laughs) Uh, And it's there's like a degree of self-defeating perspective in the use of it because it seems very isolating. It seems yeah. like you're talking about Us everyone, and but, yeah. you. but you, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, and that's part of what I, what makes it sound unintelligent to me is you're like everybody's this way, but I'm not. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I call all episodes acts actually, but <laughs> um, so uh, in that case, what I wanted to talk about today is. The how and I was initially going to phrase it how society seems to have a baseline, and how that baseline influences people's personalities, and how a lot of times, almost any individual is objectively interesting, but the the outward persona that they uh, that they project is almost like a personality equivalent to pop music, where They have cherry picked the attributes of their surroundings, their environment, and then also like some true uh, elements of them themselves to convey to the people around them in such a way that it is likely that everyone to an extent agrees with it, but that no one or few people love it. So kind of like how any other kind of genre, there's like die hard fans that love it, but it, it it is more polarizing where there are people that hate it. I think yeah. that people are projecting their personality in a way that's safe, where everyone's like, eh, yeah, they're, I mean, I, they're cool, but they're like, they're yeah. just passive individuals. It's the difference like- between
1: rap and like 70s um, soft rock. Like everybody can listen to 70s so- soft rock, like in the background and just like have a decent time. But like, Rap is like, you love it or hate it, kind of, you know?
0: hmm Yeah. Yeah, so that being said, um, how would you preface the, uh, the topic of today's talk without the use of society? And before we get into that, I think that part of the reason why you don't like using society is not necessarily because the word itself uh, but because of how people use it. it it's kind of like something that's been used so often that it's kind of lost its meaning. Almost, for me, that's like fascism. Whenever someone, like 90% of the time, someone brings up fascism, it's not going to be an accru- accurate critique of uh, the the way of organizing that government or anything like that. Uh, but a lot of times people conflate it with uh, totalitarianism. Uh, so... I guess let's start off with, let's define society as Wikipedia would dis- define it. Okay. Uh, society is the
1: aggregate of people living together um, in a, an ordered community. Um, so sub-definitions there. The community of people living in a particular country or region. Uh, a specified section of a community. Um, the aggregate of people who are fashionable, wealthy, influential, regardless as forming a distinct group in a community i actually think that one's kind of useful that's like high society yeah oh yeah yeah. and the last one is the situation of being in the company of others that one's like
0: the loosest most yeah. amorphous
1: and that's i guess that's why i find the term to be unproductive is because of how loose it is
0: yeah i suppose that means it's almost uh it's like squanch Like Totally based in the context Exactly What if there was a movie called Breakfast Society And just like (laughs) we replaced everything (laughs) That one uh, part kind of interested me Where it was saying like a part of a community I almost would have thought that like my definition My personal definition of society Would have been larger than a community But yeah I guess it's all up in the air when it uh, comes to society I think Um Taking all of those definitions
1: together, you could sort of define it as the sort of like the least common denominator or the greatest common denominator. Like it's the it's the thing that sort of everyone has in common, right? We're all part of these different uh, cultures and subcultures, but this is the the stuff that everybody sort of knows about, if not you know believes. Does that make sense?
0: For the purpose of the... Yeah, I, I suppose. I also feel like um. in the purpose of this talk, there's a degree of kind of like cultural consciousness uh, because I, I feel like society that I'm trying to define or critique uh, through this is the way it is because it's also been heavily commoditized, like a lot of the factors leading into it have been heavily commoditized. So um, I guess in a weird way, I I understand why you don't like the word, but then again, it's almost like almost no one can misuse the word. Fair (laughs) enough. So, um, But yeah, for the purpose of this conversation, what I'm saying kind of, as you said earlier, the greatest common denominator between, as a result of a lot of these kind of layered on top of each other I feel like there are negative effects on the vast majority of the individuals that I encounter. Kind of have to dance around it if you don't want to use that word. But um, all right. So are we, I guess now just the direction of the podcast? Are we just here to say, yeah, that that's a thing. That's a thing that uh, people kind of seem to shift their personalities, what they decide to talk about uh, based on the people that are around them and I guess kind of how that leads into unauthentic or non-authentic living Uh, or did you have like an actual more in-depth critique of that and kind of what goes into that?
1: I'm not going to criticize any individual for saying, um, for having certain beliefs. I'm not going to say that this is the greatest common denominator belief or personality or whatever um, I don't want to ruffle any feathers but um, what I will say is that it's important to make sure that the things that you believe are yours and that they're not just things that you believe because it's uh, socially acceptable for you to believe them, and that you're doing it just to fit in. I mean, it is easy to take the thoughts of of others who are
0: popular and just claim them as your own. Oh no, I I get what you're saying. Like you don't want to criticize anyone for having any particular belief, which I I do get, as long as it's not like incredibly destructive uh, beliefs. But then again, for my own growth, uh, it. <laughs> I saw one of those memes that was like a whatever starter kit, and uh, I think yeah. it was like a disgruntled. Okay, youth those are. Kit. That's a great example of yeah. this. and that like I think when I saw that, like some of it resonated with me. I'm like, holy shit! Are certain aspects of my personality like a trope? and that kind of wait what
1: was this what was the starter pack that applied to you i
0: think it was like disgruntled user youth or something like that okay i I can't remember what was in it i i wish i saved it but uh i was probably too pissed off that i just deleted it but um, (laughs) it definitely did make me reevaluate it and exactly what you were saying i was like okay am i doing this because i've seen other people that i look up to doing it is it blah, blah, blah? And actually kind of a, an overcorrection to that is a lot of my, at least as it pertains to fashion, uh, kind of fell towards utilitarianism. And so now I have clothes that have like a weird patch on it or something like that. And I'm not necessarily trying to make a statement with the, with the weird patch, but for instance, I'm wearing a pair of pants right now that have Uh, like a military patch just because I had one around me and I spilled some... uh, I was helping my mom waterproof a shed and I spilled some uh, sealant on my pants and sealant does not really come out of fabric. You mean you can't wash (laughs) it off? No, it was like... No, yeah, yeah, it's a joke. I'll I'll fucking kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) so I sewed a patch on it and I mean, it's sewed on in such a way that it's kind of like, uh, uh, relatively fashionable as an overcorrection kind of got into utilitarianism, kind of reevaluated like ethics and stuff. So I feel like this is the tip of an iceberg on a much deeper conversation that we should, uh, focus on on another podcast. I guess it's always important to understand when you digress, uh, to get back to how individuals, behave in kind of like larger group settings i feel like i don't mean to be like one of those people like oh everything's uh, the corporation's faults or something like that but i definitely could imagine how that ideology helps marketing for instance if uh an immense amount of people have a shared kind of common denominator belief uh and like behavior and way of looking at life and handling like just interactions that aren't incredibly intimate they're also easier to sell like as a demographic it Mm. like basically expands what demographic they fit into
1: uh you know the um those sort of like um those nostalgia memes like you know 90s kids stuff yeah okay so the thing about that, um, I was wondering, like, how come we all have this the same experience? Why does it seem like we all had the same childhood? And I was talking to somebody about that, and they said, because it's, I mean, it's corporations. Like, our, our whole, our childhoods were sort of manufactured because of advertising. Um, and it's no coincidence that we all had the same toys mm-hmm. um, and that we had the same dad's you know who wore cargo shorts and and mowed their lawn like all of these the the stereotypes and our, our toys and everything are sold to us and so you know at first i thought like man maybe we are in a simulation uh, but then i realized like hey we kind of are and it's kind of manufactured by corporations
0: mm-hmm. yeah kind of the advertisement and also just the size of it like for instance how chain restaurants have gotten larger and more prolific and tv shows same thing different networks offering the same tv shows so that's that's very interesting that if as media gets more homogenous and like there are fewer players in the in the game i wonder if those uh those memes will hit even harder uh like this next generation like oh early 2000s kids will remember and it's like the way that you cut your sandwiches and the way you fold your clothes like everything so uh just to touch on a, a few of these things that i've
1: noticed and again i'm not making um a, an agreement or anything one way or another i'm just saying these are things that a lot of people i think believe but haven't really taken seriously because um it's popular to believe them one of these is that capitalism sucks um for one thing capitalism like i I don't think most people uh who claim that could really define it uh define capitalism um
0: yeah uh, it's like a weird state of them not being fully satisfied with their life not seeing this and then like capitalism is like a very powerful force so they're like that's the thing that sucks. Yeah,
1: it's less art- articulate, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also, everybody has a soul. Um, sort of like, oh, you know, when I die, my soul passes on to the next life or whatever. I mean, even though, I mean, that's just, that's pretty much just a, a cultural thing that you, that's the the only
0: reason to believe this is cultural. Oh, dude, I just thought of something. So um, we're sitting here, uh, talking about how a lot of these are, like, shared experiences, kind of like what we were saying about, like, 90s kids having a, a shared childhood because of uh, uh, corporations and, like, advertising, all that stuff. Uh, just to recap, if you were not paying attention two minutes ago. <laughs> but um, I just thought of you could totally make another one of those things uh, with religion because I think the everyone having a soul is, like, just a what, what's the term? A hold fast or a, uh, the last vestige? Not even that. I'm just saying random shit now. But uh, it's just like one of those things left over from the vast majority of people being religious. And so if, mm. if you made something like, oh, 1890s kids remember or like 1790s kids remember and then like have a bunch of religious iconography... Uh, that I'm I'm gonna fucking, that, like, as that's soon as a great gun. I'm gonna yeah. go make that. Do it. But uh, what other ones do you? have? Right. Uh,
1: the last one is uh, finding the one. Um, that's, um, I think the idea that there's there's one person for you. I mean, there could be, but um, that's generally like a pretty unexamined concept for mm-hmm. those who use it.
0: Yeah, I heard of like a little um. Like wives' tale thing. But basically it goes, there was a man that went his whole life without ever getting married and uh, no one really knew the the reason why they thought that maybe just like marriage wasn't for him, all that stuff. And um, so when he was on his deathbed, they, uh, his family and the people around him gathered around and they're like, hey, so why did you never marry anyone? Did you just never want to? Did you never look? Was it just not going to be fulfilling for you? And he was like, no, I I absolutely looked. I looked my whole life, and I actually did find uh, one person that I absolutely loved. And this was just so out of character for this, like, colder individual that everyone gathered around, and they're like, what? Like, tell me about it. What happened? Why? Like, uh, what happened? And he's like, well, yeah, I searched everywhere. I found this one person, uh, and they were the perfect wife for me. Uh, But the only issue was that they were looking for the perfect husband. And so, yeah, just yeah wow mic drop but this mic is too expensive so let's keep it right there so basically just to kind of round this off uh i've always it's kind of a weird thought uh but i'm always like what does like that person think of when they're taking a shit like what what do people think of in the moments in between i guess the the best way to counter a lot of these things where you can just easily be pigeonholed make sure that you're not constantly distracting yourself with like social media or just movies or reading something like that. Just make sure on some level you do spend time talking to yourself. Like the moments in between you're taking a shower, you're doing whatever, just, just really think about it. Examine, kind of play that annoying why game with yourself and just what you really love, what you really admire. Start picking it apart just why why do i like it i think another great uh way to kind of counteract a lot of this is through travel it's kind of a double-edged sword that the human brain can so easily accept that this is normality i think it helps us deal and cope with a lot of stressful situations but it also is um is like a major contributor to locking us into these kind of repeating loops and, uh, just kind of assuming that everything around us is normal, that this is the way it's supposed to be, blah, blah, blah. And we are just such a small part of the, the human element on this planet that it is, uh, 100% not true that this is all that there is. So, um, when you travel, it quite literally gets you out of your echo chamber. It, uh, just kind of increases your surface area as an individual to how you can truly connect in a more meaningful and possibly less guaranteed safe interaction, but will most likely interact in a more fulfilling and deeper interaction. Well, I definitely got to say thanks to the other guy and uh, I enjoyed having someone else on the podcast. Uh, We definitely touched on a lot of other topics that I want to go into uh, way more in depth on on future uh, podcasts. But as it stands, thanks for listening. This is Epsilon Reporting. Good night and me bye. And good luck.